Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Buying Florida. Happy New Year, everyone. I got a great podcast, and it's something that needs to be known for the year 2020 and what type of loans are we're going to see more and more of. And I've talked about it in prior podcasts, but we're going to go through a, a couple of sections. We're going to talk about the non-QM loans. We're going to talk about the increased loan amounts in Florida. And lastly, I'm going to give you my predictions. So hang in there as we go through the podcast. My name is Didier, and I'm at Didier Mortgage. So I want to talk about the year 2020 and what lies ahead. You know, we have what they call non-QM loans, and we've talked about it. What does that mean? That means a non-qualified mortgage. Regular mortgages are Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, they're FHA, VA. And you're saying, well, why are you talking about this again? Because this business is growing exponentially in the non-QM world. And we're going to go down and break it down to owner-occupied, and then we're going to talk about investment properties. So, you know, the restrictions are being less restrictive as time goes on. So I really want to get into why you would use a non-QM loan. And we're going to talk about not being able to use your tax returns. You know, your tax returns are what you need to buy a home for a Fannie Freddie FHA VA. But let's just say that you are self-employed, which you must be self-employed for a minimum of two years. If you are self-employed, but you have all these write-offs, but you're really making the money, and you can show that through your bank statements. So if you grab your business or personal bank statements, and those deposits are going in every month, and they're solid, you know, there's certain percentages that they'll use of the total deposits to qualify you, but really an incredible way to buy a home. You know, the programs are where it can be based upon your credit score, a minimum of 10% down. You know, your rates could be in the 4 or 5%, but there's no monthly PMI. So if you have a great credit score, you are self-employed for two years, you have, you know, many write-offs, and you're just not showing the income as you're building your business, but you can qualify for the payment. It's a mortgage payment you feel comfortable with, because we certainly know that your mortgage payment probably going to be less than what you're going to pay for rent. So these programs have become available. The guidelines have loosened up, but they're not crazy. So basically on this, you can use bank statements. It may require 12 or 24 months. That's predicated on the interest rate by the more months and then the situation. So you must be prepared to have 12 months bank statements or 24 and you can go to your online account and print those out easily enough. You just don't want any crazy stuff in there. You know, the deposits from your business, you know, they're not looking for, you know, other, other items, but just really the deposits from your business in each month. And that's a great way to purchase a home. Uh, again, you know, 10% down, dependent on the credit scores, you can purchase a house going with bank statements. 
And that takes a lot of pressure off for people wanting to buy a home that couldn't buy a home that, you know, are allowed to have by law the write-offs that they have, but they can't buy a home because their adjusted gross income is so minute that it won't qualify for a regular loan. So you have that available. And, and you know, when I, I listen to these uh, different podcasts and these different vendors and their business on the non-QM is explosive. So really, if you're a realtor or if you are a buyer, you need to be aware of this program. And it's very important. The next thing I want to chat on is a profit and loss. What does that mean? Well, they're doing loans. And I did one last summer with this one investor. And it was, it was horrible. But we got it done. It was a nightmare. But, you know, they're getting better because these programs are being released. So you can do it with a profit and loss statement. So you prepare a profit and loss, but the only way that the lender will sign off on it and accept the income is if your CPA signs their little name on there and dates it, signs it, and uh, authorizes it. So you have a profit and loss. And that one profit and loss idea, the CPA signed off on it. So you can avoid the bank statements, go to a profit and loss, but again, it has to be signed by a CPA. And again, you know, you're paying you know, more of a rate. But if you really look at it, and if you really look at what you have going on on normal financing, you know, you have the situation where you have your principal and interest and you have PMI. So what's the APR compared to what you're paying for on one of these loans? Now, of course, I'm going to tell you to go to the A paper and not this. This is the option if you have a situation that does not allow you to go to the A paper. So I just wanted to make you aware of it. It's really powerful. It's growing because people are writing things off and more people are going self-employed. You have a whole dynamic changing in our industry. I mean, globally, you know, with technology and robots and things like that, people are being forced to go self-employed. Maybe their jobs that they have in regular companies are non-existent. And so they're forced into going to self-employed of some nature to make that happen. So that is what I wanted to share with you on that. Very powerful. The other thing is non-owner occupied. That means that's a house that you're not going to move into, but it's an investment. Well, that investment, I'm going to be 20% down or so. And I have one program where they'll use the rental income. So when you get an appraisal done and they do a rent schedule, meaning the appraiser does a rent schedule, and that rent is greater than the mortgage payment, that's all the income they need. You still have to fill out the residential loan application and all the information and pull the credit, but they'll go off the rental income off that investment property. That is huge. Who would want to do that? Well, those are people that maybe own 20, 30, 40 properties and they don't meet Fannie and Freddie guidelines because it's in excess of 10. It could be someone that doesn't get their, they get their rental income, but it's not showing. And so the rent schedule will show that's a great way to go. So these are opportunities to purchase investment properties by using the rent schedule to qualify as long as it exceeds what? That's correct. The mortgage payment, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance. Excellent opportunity. There's also loans that I've done where they're called no-doc loans. What's a no-doc loan? Again, this is on investment property only, not your owner, occupied, or second home. That's a no-doc loan where you don't verify a job, you don't verify income, uh, you don't put any of that on there. You fill out a loan application, that stays out. And so basically, they just want to see if you're doing a purchase, they want to see a bank statement that you have the cash, that's your money. 
So they want to see a, a one-month seasoning. So you have to provide that. So that's a no-doc loan. So that's another opportunity for anyone who's got balloons and things of that nature or loans are adjusting and they need to refinance it or you want to purchase a home and you're start, you know, you, you have it. Now on that no-doc loan for investment, you must own your own home. You can't be a renter buying an investment. They don't allow that. You got to own a home and then you can buy investment properties. I hope this is found informative to you. And you may be shrugging saying, I don't know, but you may know somebody that may be in need of that. A family number, a family member, coworker, you know, friend. And uh, you're going to find that it is growing. I mean, like this one particular lender that I know of, they've, they've increased their business by 100% on, on an acceleration because of these programs and because of the changing market. So just to know that. The other things for you on the credit wise, which I've uh, talked about in prior podcasts, is that you want to know uh, about credit. You know, Fannie, Freddie, FHA, VA have certain guidelines on the number of years of a discharge of a bankruptcy, whether it be a 13, a 7. Uh, you know, you may have a, a foreclosure, a short sale, and you may not meet the time. Well, again, this is non-QM where you can go to this product and the ones we just talked about. So one, we talked about not being able to verify your tax returns. We went through the difference of owner-occupied and investment. Then we're talking about credit. Your credit may not be on a paper, and it may only be this particular paper, and that happens all the time. So those are things that you have. So I hope that's informative, educational, and all you got to do is call me You know, at my phone number, 727-421-6757, or text me, or go to my website, www.ddamortgage.com. Now, let's go and talk about the increased loan amounts that we have. Let's do that. You know, our loan amounts have increased in Florida, and you know I just do Florida, so that's where I'm at. In Florida, FHA has increased the loan amount, which is really pretty incredible, to 331760 That's the maximum loan amount, which is really pretty darn awesome. So please note, FHA has increased the loan amount to 331761 so, you know, you got to at least have three and a half percent down and that will get you uh, that loan amount. So really that has increased. So really pretty incredible. If you look at it, that maybe that if you were going to buy a home, you could buy a home at $343,792 and uh, get an FHA loan. Conventional loan amounts, conforming loan amounts that before you go to jumbo has gone up to 510400 so that's really pretty exciting when you think about it. You have 510400 and that really is, if you were to put 5% down, you can actually buy a home for $537,264, put 5% down, and you can do a conforming loan amount. And then I also wanted to talk about the FHA 203Ks. The limited review, which where you don't have to go through a whole lot of hooplas, is 35,000 or was in 2019. Well, in 2020, it's gone to 50. So talk to me. How does that work? Well, you're going to buy a house for 200 and we have limited inventory, as you all well know, in Florida. But you find the home that you like, but it's workable and you got minimal money. But it's going to take $50,000 to put the improvements that you need it. Well, you get contract at 200 and we do the purchase, we do the loan at 250 times three and a half percent down is your new loan amount. 
and we incorporate those things that need to be done. So from 35,000 to 50 grand. VA, get a load of this, $1.5 million with your full entitlement. Oh my goodness, they're really making it open there for you. Well, I hope that's informative for you. Those are the loan amounts that have increases. In the last little tub, I give you a lot of information, right? I'm educating you. So when you do these podcasts, it's not like a run-on. It's about learning. So let's do the last one. What are the rates going to be like in 2020? What's my prediction? They're going down. They're going down, people. I don't know when, but they are going to go down. And if I knew when, you know I would play the market and I would be retired. I wouldn't be doing the podcast or doing anything. I'd be doing my ties in some island down the Caribbean. So I don't know the time, but we're definitely going down. So if you're considering refinancing, which I'm getting calls every day, it's got to make economic sense. And so we want to look at a time frame of where you'll recuperate your closing costs. So do I tell you to wait to buy because rates are coming down? No, you buy now. And then you, you know, depending on what the rates do, maybe an opportunity to refinance. So I hope you found this informative of Didier buying Florida. And remember, I'm Didier at Didier Mortgage. If you go to my website at www.didiamortgage.com, you can subscribe to my weekly one-minute videos. That is just information that won't stop. So tune in. It's growing. My website's there for you. I have all kinds of information. Click on it. Take a look at me. So I'm Didier. I'm wishing you a happy new year, lots of opportunity, and I hope that I can help you by education and possibly doing a mortgage for you. Have a great day, and thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.